The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, it's the hottest diet around, where you use fat for energy instead of sugar. It's the keto diet. Keep that resolution and learn how the keto diet melts away those unwanted pounds. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, we're happy to welcome back Dr. Linda Marquez to the show. Dr. Linda is a chiropractic wellness doctor that has been practicing since 1993. She's also a wellness educator, certified nutritionist, and a personal fitness trainer. And we welcome her back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Dr. Linda, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. It's so great to have you here. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work just before we get to today's show topic? Well, it seems like my mission's always changing just because I'm changing, but... Primarily, I love working with women, helping them to regain their health. And I would say it's helping them regain their health to become the best version of them. I love it. And uh, yeah, we were just talking a little bit off the air about today's topic, which is the ketogenic lifestyle for women. And I would love to have you explain what is the ketogenic diet and why has it become so popular? Uh, Well, so many people are familiar with the paleo, um, the whole paleo movement, the primal movement about eating real food. I think the the ketogenic diet has become kind of a shoot-off from that, where it's actually a high-fat, low-carb diet. And I don't even like to call it a diet because I believe that that's just how our ancestors ate for a long time. And what's interesting is we are actually born in what's something called ketosis. So the ketogenic diet is about just having a a high-fat, low-fat, or excuse me, high-fat, low-carb. And basically what that looks like is lots of um, healthy fats, not your industrial oils, but more like um, coconut oil, um, grass-fed butter, avocado oil, um, and some of your healthier fats like um, from protein from animal sources. And then you want to go more your low, lower carb from your vegetables. And of course, like berries, those are all lower carbs. So um, people do really well on that diet. I don't even like to call it a diet. It's a lifestyle, and you just feel amazing. And that's true. I mean, I think, yeah, that diet word we should yeah. throw away, right? I know it is trendy, huh? Yes. Um, it kind of sounds a little bit like the Atkins diet, well, mm-hmm. the Atkins mm-hmm. style. <laughs> yes, and Atkins came out years ago, and mm-hmm. and it is similar. It's similar, but it's not. Atkins was definitely low-carb, but they were high-protein. Keto is more high-fat, low-carb, more moderate to low-protein, because what a lot of people don't know is that your protein, if you have too much protein, that could actually turn into glucose, which will spike your insulin levels, Mm. and that's the whole point of doing a high-fat diet to keep your insulin insulin levels low. But um, can you explain the difference between good fat and bad fat? So the good fats, as I mentioned before, like the coconut oil, the... um, grass-fed butter, your healthy fats from animals that have been sustainably raised, some of the bad fats out there that we hear about. And I have, I have a lot of my patients stay away from are your industrial seed oils. Remember, canola oil was touted as one of the healthy oils, and people don't realize that. 
it's very toxic and it's it creates so many health issues and I would say it ages you quicker too mm. and being in the health and wellness industry of course you want to you want to look your best all the time mm -hmm. and food we like to use food as medicine so I say stay away from all those um, vegetable oils that especially the canola oil Okay, so that's a huge, great tip. But mm -hmm. you had yeah mentioned the coconut oils and the, the avocado, avocado oils. oil, grass-fed, um, the grass-fed butter. Love the Kerrygold butter. Mm. I'm from Ireland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always see that from yes. Ireland. Yes. Um, what can you eat um, and what should you avoid? Some of the, well, primarily, as I mentioned, anything coconut. Oh. So coconut milk, you got coconut cream, your coconut oil um, that you can cook with, then you have MCT oil that is the mm. medium chain triglyceride that actually does come from coconut oil as well. And, and it kind of um, helps you lose weight as whatever. Absolutely. Hit, right? And it's great for your brain. Your brain just loves MCT oil. Mm. And of course, the grass fed butter, healthy, healthy fats from pastured raised animals, fish as well. So those are some of the ones that, you know, we recommend when they go on a higher fat diet. You can also, I think one of the mistakes that people avoid are the carbs and even the vegetable carbs. I'm like, no, you want to eat a lot of leafy green vegetables, your cruciferous vegetables, like your kale, your broccoli, and then put lots of healthy fats on there, like the, the oils that we were talking about. And you want to keep your, um, your carbs to minimal, like fruit, to a minimum. So berries are very, um, are like berries and pears and grapefruit are like the top three fruits for the ketogenic diet or slash lifestyle. Hmm. Um, but when you say carbs, not like potatoes or not. Yes. Uh, you want to kind of avoid the potatoes, the higher starchier carbs. Yes. And, um, and sweet potatoes, we allow, I mean, we, we do allow that on the eating plan and, um, it, it's more of a slower carb. So people do pretty well with that. And once again, when you start adding the fat onto that, it slows down the insulinic response that people get. So love it though. <laughs> no, I know treat. that's going to be the hard part, right? Yeah. To say no to the breads and the starchy parts of things. Um, what about, why is it so hard for um, women? What Talk about, I know this is your expertise. Yes, yes. I think with women, we have, I think a lot of it has to do is our relationship with food. And we become, we're, I think it's more like body image. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Our relationship with food is a little bit twisted. I know. <laughs> yeah. I knew I grew up that way with, I started dieting probably when I was 12 years old. That's pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. However, that's pretty common now. In, a lot of the girls say. that are in middle school, they're so conscious mm -hmm. of their body and they all feel like they have to look like the supermodels, super skinny and perfect. Um, and they don't even look perfect, you know? <laughs> I know. And then of course, social media is horrific. Exactly. Yeah. So with women, it's just, I always say it's a lot different with women. You know, it's more about having a healthy relationship with food. And a lot of us, we're, we're emotional eaters. I hear that a lot. It's like we go to food for comfort. And that's the biggest challenge. And it's about establishing a healthy relationship with food. The beauty about the ketogenic um, lifestyle and the diet is when you start eating higher fat, you start 
to crave less of the sugary stuff because mm -hmm. that's the first thing that women go after, right? It's that's the first thing they want to eat. They call it, that's my comfort food. Nobody's comfort food is celery, right? <laughs> right. Cucumber or broccoli or kale. Their comfort food is always something with sugar. Oh, so, so that's really interesting because that is, uh, you know, I have a sweet tooth. But if so, what you're saying is when mm -hmm. I start to introduce more fat into my diet, then I'll have less of a sugar Absolutely. craving. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I transitioned from like more, I had been doing paleo for so many years, you know, I've always eaten pretty clean. However, my fat wasn't as high. I was still eating a lot of protein. As soon as I switched over to doing more of the higher fat and the ketogenic, things just changed because I was still having the sugar cravings. I still looked for paleo cookies, paleo breads, you know, paleo mm -hmm. pies. I still wanted all the sweets and you know, candy, paleo candy, anything. Yeah. But when I switched over and started increasing more of the higher fat, less protein, my sugar cravings just pretty much were abolished at that time. And that's what we're hearing a lot of the women. It's just like, I don't, I don't crave sugar anymore. And that's, it's awesome. So can you, can you lay out a menu? Like what you, what do you have? Give me an example so, of your day. Okay. So for breakfast, well, right now, because I've been eating this way for a while, I don't eat, a, I don't, I skip breakfast a lot of times, but normally the way we start some of the ladies is I said, okay, you can have bacon and eggs in the morning. Everyone's like, what? Bacon Yay, and eggs? I, I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or bacon and sausage. That's an example. Uh, a chia seed pudding which is lots of, it's coconut milk with um, some chia seeds, very high fat, so it's very satiating. Mm -hmm. There's even smoothies that you can have with coconut milk, some MCT oil, some berries, and a plant-based protein. Those are some examples. Lunch would be like a huge salad with lots of healthy fats in there. So I like to drizzle coconut oil or, or excuse me, MCT oil, avocado oil, coconut flakes, because once again, the coconut's high in fat, so that keeps you satiated. Put a little bit of olives on there as well because of the healthy fats and some chicken, fish. Same thing for dinner. And you feel, you feel satiated. And I think that's the, that's the key with the keto lifestyle. It's like you want to feel full. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really sucks when you're, you feel like you're on a diet and you're always hungry. And that's right. how I was before in the past is like with doing paleo or vegan or mm -hmm. you know, vegetarian. I've done all those. Yeah, you <laughs> so tried them all. So now I feel like this really works. I'm not craving sugar. Mm. And that's huge because I, I have a strong willpower. But physiologically, your body is going to trump your willpower. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's so good to hear because I'm always, I do have that sweet tooth. How long do you need to be on the keto diet before you feel a benefit? Well, there's several ways to start it. As far as like, I kind of compare women and men. Men usually feel within three to four days, they will start feeling a difference. Women, we have to start them a little bit slower. Within the first week, they start to feel a difference. Some of the uh, things that I'm hearing with women is less pain. They're happier, which when someone said, I just feel really happy. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that is because they're not craving the sugar and they don't feel like sugar has a hold over them. Mm -hmm. I think we're, we're like a hostage to sugar. Yeah. That's what I felt like yeah. as being a female. It's just like... Oh, I'm like addicted to sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I had food fantasies. <laughs> so, um, so women, it, it depends. Um, they can start feeling a difference within a week, within two weeks, within three weeks. It all depends on how they start. And so 
depending on the protocol, and we can definitely chat about about that a little bit later is kind of the approach that I start with women because we are different. Jumping into something right away, I think, and going absolutely low carb, like less than 20 grams of carbs for women can be detrimental. I'm like, you don't want to start that way. You want to slowly work your way into it. It's kind of like who goes out and runs a marathon in a two weeks notice? Right. You we need don't to do train that. For you that. train for that. And I kind of like to say, well, the keto lifestyle is kind of like a marathon. You have to train for that and have that, we say that metabolic machinery, you know, train the body so that it can adapt to that type of lifestyle. So I guess that's really kind of what I was just going to say. So it takes patience to stay with it. But um, yeah, it's, uh, you just said something. So it, it's kind of that, yeah, it's that, that the, the metabolic machinery of training your body mm-hmm. to get adapted to start using fat as fuel instead of sugar as fuel. That is the key right there. But, and it's a term called fat adapted. When your body le- uses the fat as fuel, it's awesome because we all have extra fat. I don't care. It's <laughs> right. You are. Oh, I've got plenty you of know, it. So, yeah. you, you can always <laughs> tap into that fat reserve in the body. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, this is very interesting. Uh, We have to take a quick break, but right now, um, more in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with chiropractic wellness doctor Linda Marquez. And we're talking about the ketogenic lifestyle for women. And, uh, and I love that we call it a lifestyle. And we got rid of the word diet. <laughs> so um, I do want to first of all ask you about approaching the timing of the keto lifestyle and for women. Because I, we were just talking a little bit off the air about coming in and out of this. But because I've never done this. So what would you suggest? How, how to start, how a woman would start it compared to a man. Because a lot of what we're seeing with the ketogenic lifestyle, ketogenic diet, is super low carb, under 20 grams of carbs. That's crazy for a woman to try that. Because most women are probably eating over easily 100, maybe 200 grams of carbs a day. Especially because they're eating the what? The wheat thins, the, the oatmeal the The breads, (laughs) the Cokes and so forth. And they snack a lot because their mentality of, oh, it's a small snack. So there's not a lot of 
calories associated with it, but there's a lot of carbs and that's mm -hmm. what's going to create the insulinic response. So with a lot of the women, the way we started, instead of starting them low, low carb at the get go, we usually start them right around 75 grams of carbs. So take um, an apple, for example, an apple can have a medium sized apple can have anywhere from 16 to 20 grams of carbs. So Wow, Which that's already, think, we don't even think about an that, apple. right? And wow. that's an apple, and it's natural, and it's healthy, right? But if you already had four in a day, that's there. Your there's your carb fix right there. Hmm. So you want to start more 75, 80, maybe the first, I would say the first week, and then go higher fat. Sometimes we start the patients about 80, 90, 100 grams of fat a day. And so basically what that looks like is... Uh, a tablespoon of um, like grass-fed butter is 14 grams of fat, and hmm. you know my I know these numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and a tablespoon of almond oil or coconut oil or avocado oil that's another 14 grams of fat. So you can easily get the fat in there if you do three servings of fat at breakfast, lunch, dinner. Whether you put it in your coffee, on your salad, whether you're eating some meat or chicken, you're going to get some fat in there. So it's easy to get the healthy fat in there, keeping the carbs lower. So, and then the second week, you want to go less, maybe 50 grams. Third week, you want to start taper, tapering down to maybe 20, 30, whatever a female feels good at, and continue to increase the fat um, every single week by maybe um, 14 grams of fat. And I'd say the protein, most women do really well right around 50 to 80 grams of protein. And that's what I have found because, as, as I mentioned earlier, if you have too much protein, that does turn into glucose, especially if you're not active and if you're sitting a lot all day and you're not using it, then it's going to be stored as um, fat in the body. Mm. Yeah, you did. So it's really, it's it's not that hard to do. It's a very easy um, eating plan, lifestyle to transition into. So can you explain, um, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but being fat adapted and what that, what does ketosis mean? Okay. So there's a difference. People think that you, you can be fat, um, be fat adapted and that means you have to be in ketosis and vice versa. Really it's about when you're fat adapted, it means your body is using fat as fuel. That's its primary source. Doesn't necessarily mean that your body is making ketones and being in ketosis is You've probably seen, or if not, I'm going to educate you on this, um, little um, urine strips that people will pee on the strips and they're looking for that, you know, that purple color or they check their blood and they want it to test at, the, at 0 0.5 to 3.0 and they're like, I'm in ketosis. And you can, just because you're in ketosis doesn't mean that you're going to lose weight. And I think that that's where the mistake is. So ketosis just means your body's making ketone bodies, which is great, but being fat adapted is better. Mm -hmm. So you want to be fat adapted. So it usually comes being uh, preparing your body to use fat as fuel. And the secondary, as far as being in ketosis, that's just like a bonus. Oh, okay. So you can go in and out of ketosis. Okay. I'm glad. That, thank you. That makes a lot more sense now. How long does it take to become fat adapted? 
Uh, as I explained earlier, you can get you can set your body up the way the women do it. I said within two or three weeks, they can easily get fat adapted. We have them start testing for ketones not until the third week. Mm. And usually they all start testing positive. Okay. I thought that only meant to get into ketosis, but that's... So when you get into ketosis, the- yes, you, you can test to see if you are in ketosis. And usually I do recommend women to just the first several weeks to play with that because okay. if, if you've been doing this fat adapted um, lifestyle, keto lifestyle for a while, you sometimes will not test that your body's making ketones because your body has become so efficient that you're not going to see it in the blood or you're going to see it in the urine. And so um, is getting those strips the only way to know if you're in ketone? Well, you can use the strips, which are very effective maybe the first few weeks. After that, they're not very effective. So it's kind of, I say, if you've been doing this for a while, it's a waste of money. That's traditionally a lot of people that have been doing the ketogenic lifestyle don't test that way. There is um, testing the blood, I think, is the most popular and efficient way. There's also a breathometer that has come out. However, there's some pros and cons with that. It's not as expensive, the initial investment. However, what we've been seeing is that it's just, it's not as accurate. It just takes time to do that and um, kind of mixed readings with that. At least with the blood, it's pretty accurate. However, the the negative side of that is like, yeah, you got to prick your finger, yeah. and I don't like doing that. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I do it, and I don't do it as regular anymore. Maybe once or once a week, what I check to see, and most of the time, I am. Hmm. Um, okay. So uh, overall, how long have you been? through on this and so I just because you have had a history you said before before yes. you were on, onto this I wanted to ask you your benefits of what you've seen of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle as compared to and we talked about sugar yes um, so what are your other benefits well I think the biggest one is not being addicted to sugar okay it's yeah. like a freedom that's, I feel so huge. free and that's yeah. most women it's yeah. like they're addicted to sugar yeah that's yes. the biggest thing is the addiction to sugar. Um, second thing, uh, my skin. Mm. I feel like my skin has really improved having an autoimmune condition. Mm. I'm, not, um, I'm not as tired anymore. So that's another one, of course. Weight loss is great. Um, just decreasing body fat. Uh, sleep is much better. And we say just the mental cognition. You just feel like your brain's been turned on. Mm. And... When you start working with women that are going through that change of life and then yep. menopause and they go through that, you know, their brain's changing. They're like, I can't remember things. <laughs> right. this, is the, this is the way to go. Yeah, the keto lifestyle is definitely the way to go. So does it feel, does it become like a feeling that you're in tune with your body and then you also Absolutely. know that you're in ketosis? Yes, yes. Women become very, we're intuitive as right, it is. Right. <laughs> um, but we become just even more in tune and you don't have to, I think the challenge sometimes with the, the ketogenic lifestyle, people will have to say, as I mentioned, you have to eat 20 grams of carbs or less, otherwise you're not going to be in ketosis. But that's not necessarily true because I've had a lot of women, and as I was mentioning earlier, that I can eat 50 grams and 75 grams and still be in ketosis and test. So it is different for every person. It's not, 
it's not a, a, a diet per se that you have to follow this way. You start to just learn what does your body need, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it. It's you, you do become in tune with your body, just like a mom becomes in tune with her child, something's not right. Right. Are there any downsides to the ketogenic? I think one of the downside is if you start, if you do it wrong, if we start, if we as women try to do it like men, Mm-hmm. then you're going to go through what's called the keto flu. You feel horrible. You, you feel sick. You're just like, I don't want to do this. It doesn't work. Um, I've been doing it for a week, and I just I don't want to do it. They want to give up. So I think the downside is they're not doing it properly, and they're giving up way too soon before they can reap the benefits, and they're just like, oh, it's just another diet, and it doesn't work. I think that's probably the one of the downside is not doing it right. I believe that we need to have electrolytes when we start this type of eating plan. You have to make sure that your digestion is is pretty good. And if it's not, then you can start taking some digestive enzymes, which I highly, highly recommend. So digestive enzymes um, and electrolytes and even just some liver support, like some bitter herbals to make sure that your, um, your liver is working properly and it's optimized and also the gallbladder because you are adding more fat. It is a very high fat diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you recommend going, making sure that you're working with somebody like yourself? And, Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is have that group support. Yeah. Start trying to do anything on your own is really hard. Yeah, it's true. And in mm-hmm. women, we love we love groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or having accountability. <laughs> exactly. Or wellness yes. support. Yeah. yeah. I always say, women, we go to the bathroom together. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But women, we love that group and having that support. And mm-hmm. just when you know, if you start going through a challenge and if there's another lady there to support you and say, you know what? I felt the same thing. Hold on. It's going to get better. Mm-hmm. That's just somebody cheering us on. So you can get that support in person. Now there's Facebook, there's social media. There, there's abundance of opportunities to work with somebody, even as a group. I work with groups. I work on online. So, yeah, you don't want to do this by yourself. Yeah. You want the support. Yeah. <laughs> so what would be uh, the best way to get someone started on this type of an eating plan? And what the best way to go about it? The best way, I would say, one is to keep it simple. Mm. Keep it simple. So I would say choose, like, three fats that you like coconut oil, uh, uh, maybe you like avocado, grass-fed butter. Choose three vegetables that you know you're going to eat. Maybe it's broccoli, kale, asparagus, and choose maybe three of or two um, proteins that you like, maybe fish or chicken or beef. That's a good way to start and just and keep it simple with really basic, simple recipes. There's a lot available online. You can even Google it, and I even have a, a something that women can start and how to start the ketogenic lifestyle. So I do have something available for women, a guide. It's a free guide. Wonderful. And thank you so very much for your time. Some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, you can get more information on Dr. Linda and her website, drlindamarquez.com, also ketolifestyleforwomen.com. And we look forward to your next visit. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.